0: Welcome to the Brews Room on St. Brewis Radio, a weekly discussion of craft beer trends, culture, and brewing. Come join Jeff Britton, owner of Exit 6 Brewery in Cottleville, his brewmaster, Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, owner of Shamrock's Pub & Grill in St. Charles, and beer enthusiast, Mark Armenio. The Brews Room, alcohol by volume. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> Brews Room. We had a little trouble there. We didn't know who was bringing us in. Yeah, we should try that again. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Yeah, we're good. Fuck yeah. it. Eat up a thirty seconds. So- oh, I listen to this shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're just bur- we're at the front of the front of the show. We're already trying to burn out the. Yeah, why just not? run it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks everybody for tuning into the Bruise Room. Uh, Jeff, Justin, Look. just got back from a big trip to Memphis, Kansas City. That's what I said. <laughs> you weren't in Memphis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they were in Memphis. Yeah, so we were in Memphis. <laughs> Two weeks ago when we did the exact same intro. Yeah. You said Kansas City. I said no we were in Memphis. I, and you got guys I
1: just meth is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Rumbleman's really got a hold of Mark's life <laughs> I, it's, it's Kelly Cates, man. Kyle's I've bartender there. has I've just, been there. Uh anyway, how was the trip? what did you guys do?
2: We drank a lot of alcohol. Go I'll on. Tell you that. We got so drunk we didn't do Beale Street a second night, which is rare for us. Yeah. 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 I, can't, um, I
0: actually kind of appreciated that. I did, second too. second night, it was nice.
2: And I actually really enjoyed those two bars that yep. we went to. Um, I liked them a lot, and I thought that was a lot of fun. Beale Street was a good time. Got way too drunk. There should be more stories. Uh, I,
0: well, one thing, <sighs> we we didn't go to Beale Street again on Saturday, and I was telling Jeff, like, whenever we go to town for festivals or events or whatever, we always kind of make it our point to go to the out-of-the-way places. You know, like, right. find the places the locals go, or...
2: We don't do chains. Dive
0: bars, you know, stuff like that. And every time we're in Memphis, we always go to Beale Street. One, because it's great people watching, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh,
2: and it's kind of what Memphis I, is known for. Yeah, I yeah mean, but it's, it's, it's the most touristy yeah. trap place yeah. in the entire city oh, listen, that's not named Graceland. One, I mean, one of my you favorite
1: know? cities is New Orleans, and, I mean, Bourbon Street's... Great, a couple times. I mean, but there are so many, especially when you get older and aren't into quite as much, just random debauchery and boobs. Like yeah. there are great places off the, you know, off the street and off, uh, you know, even yeah. out of the French Quarter that are I think fantastic. And
2: that's what we learned uh, this year. Yeah, <coughs> excuse me about uh, Beale. You know, we were only a couple blocks away, ten feet if you will, and uh, <laughs> you know, found two really cool kind of hole in the wall. One place had. Seventy-five bottles of whiskey. Uh, the other one, the the bartender at the whiskey bar said, "This is where you go. This is where all the industry people end their night." So we ended up there, and it's cool. Uh, I, I, it seemed like there were so many stories about uh, Beale Street that I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be great for the show." <laughs> and I just the only one I can remember <laughs> is when we were standing there, and this random guy just comes up to us. And, you know, it's the five of us, our little group, standing there talking. This guy comes up, just joins us. And Justin goes, you should probably go find someplace else to stand. <laughs> the guy kind of looks at him. And Justin's like, no, really, this is our group. Uh, you know, you should go find your own friends. And he turned around and walked. Justin turned around and walked away. Well, the guy kind of puffed up at that point, And he was going to go tell dick. Justin exactly what he thought. And I grabbed him by the chest, by, like right here by the shirt. And I go, no. <laughs> and he looks at me and I go. <laughs> no, and I steered him over this way, and that's he just kept on walking.
0: <laughs> he, he, he creepily came up and stood next to us, and it was weird. And I just wasn't having it. Like I don't want. I you hope he's in got my, a radio show
1: down in Memphis, and he's telling the story in his podcast right now about the random guy that told me couldn't be friends, and then he, he's gonna go give him a hug, and <laughs> some giant with a beard just threw him into the street. It's, call, it's called the bully's room. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the bullies' room.
0: Me as, too. As much beer as we drank on Saturday and Friday, I don't, there wasn't anything too stupid that happened. Jeff and I got uh, politely asked to leave, oh, and by politely, yeah. I mean a- as angrily as you can. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's bar. Yeah, we goes, got kicked out. Yeah, why? We were standing. <laughs> this is so stupid.
2: Yeah, we this didn't was, do anything. Yeah,
0: there. I would be the first one. Really, you didn't do anything. No, yeah. This is okay. a
2: really. We this, were talking to a rapper. Oh, I forgot about Pretty. Pretty. Did you listen to that
0: album? Yet, <laughs> I by did. The way?
2: I listened to it on my way in today.
0: I, I, I would thought about that earlier, and I'm like, man, I should have uh, got a co- or burned a copy of that so I could have listened to it today. Yeah. Um, but we're sitting in this bar, and it's kind of got these uh, exposed windows, like the they open up, and there's a rail like, in front, like, and you can, like shutters. Yeah, you can like lean out and you, can, mm. you know, outside or whatever. And people were walking up, and we were just talking to. This group of people that were walking up, we didn't say anything inappropriate or offensive in any way, and we wouldn't admit this. Like we've no, yeah, I stole a kid's fucking ID and dollar bill in (laughs) Kansas City. Like we're not holding anything back, right? We truly did nothing. And this guy, the bouncer who was bouncing like all four bars on this corner, as that's what he, I I guess you can do that there, runs up (laughs) and he says, "Out the window or out the bar." We're like, "What?" He was like, get out the window or get out the bar. And we're, okay, like we didn't do anything here, and, and uh, he wasn't having it. And we're like, well, fuck it, we're gonna we're, just walk across the street to. We're the- out the bar then. Yeah, we're, like, we're out the bar. So, so we walked across the block to Club Handy, which is our usual hangout corner, uh, people watching spot where he's wait, also what? bartending. What's the name of it? It's Club Handy. Club Handy, uh, home of the most disgusting bathrooms on Beale.
2: That's a fact. They should get an award. <laughs>
0: You would think all of the bathrooms on Beale are bad. This is not a gay bar. Because
2: Club Handy definitely sounds like a gay bar. No, no, no. It's definitely not. It's the dirtiest place on Beale. It's yeah. so bad, the graffiti in the men's room said corn, but they spelled it with a C. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a joke. I have a photo to prove. It. <laughs> uh, all I
1: heard is that you took pictures of the bathroom at Club Handy. I don't uh-huh. know yeah. what
2: the thing yeah. it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So we walked right to Club Handy, which is directly across the street, where he's also uh, he, he door was manning,
2: bouncing at that, that bar. <laughs>
0: so he's just sitting at a table right next to him. He just keeps mean mugging us. <laughs> okay, so who, you didn't tell, who's pretty. Oh, uh, pretty <laughs> was one of the guys we were talking to out of the window. He was a rapper. Hang on, I think
1: that says Corinne.
0: We're gonna what? do some forensic
2: <laughs> analysis the on Jeff this just photo. showed
1: us the picture on the phone of corn. I think that says Corinne.
2: No, I think that says corn. Take a closer look. I zoomed okay, in.
0: It's very, it's very <laughs> far away. So yeah, pretty was one of the guys we were talking to outside and uh Jeff can tell you about this. He had a
2: pretty good interaction with him. Pretty is a rapper, and he was trying to sell us one of his CDs. And uh I said, I'm I'm not gonna buy any C D from you because I don't know you. Um, I said, I tell you what, if you can uh if you do two minutes of freestyle about Justin and I, I'll buy your C D <laughs> and Justin's like, No, no, no. Two minutes is way too long. You can't ask a man Flex to do media? that
1: flex media said two minutes was too long
2: the guy's like no no two minutes isn't too long i'm like cool do some freestyle with uh uh, about the two of us and he says uh how about i just i tell you about the prank phone call i made to eminem (laughs) 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 okay sure (laughs) so he goes into this big long rap that is supposedly on this album i haven't listened to the whole thing yet obviously uh raps the whole thing Justin's laughing. He's like, these rhymes are really good, actually. This guy's pretty talented. And uh, I told him I didn't care for his music. And he said, why? I said, I don't like rap music that says the word nigga. And he was flabbergasted that anybody could not appreciate rap music that used nigga. Uh, Okay, so (coughs)
1: really quickly, going past the racial slur you just dropped twice on our radio show. uh, (laughs) I think something you've actually missed about this—it uh, does say corn. Do you know why it says corn? No, no. It's because it's above a hole. I think this is supposed to be a corn corn hole. hole. Like that's th- there's a hole right underneath it. I think it's supposed to be cornhole.
0: I don't believe. I don't <laughs> believe that that's the case. No, I don't there's either. There's no way there's there was a- anyone on Beale Street smart enough to put that kind of pun together. So you you not were, in this you, bar
1: you you. you you are under the impression that this is not said a misspelling of the band known for freaking a leash. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, my thing makes way more sense. There's it's
0: not even, it, the worst part of it is that it's like scratched in with like a key. Yeah. 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 I think
1: it's a cornhole. I think, once again, you took a picture of a cornhole in a bathroom called uh, Mount Handy's or whatever the hell it was. Club Handy. Club Handy is a, yeah.
0: another great <laughs> name, though. <laughs> I bet Jeff could get to the top of that mountain real quick. <laughs> No ski poles needed there. Maybe Actually, you might need both of them. I don't know. (laughs)
2: I'm going to put Cornhole on the Facebook page. Okay. Uh, Jeff ended up buying... I never
1: thought I would agree with that choice. but (laughs) the uh, the
2: guy's CD, though, and I'm really interested to listen to it. How was what you listened to? Uh, Honestly, he raps with another guy a lot, and that guy sounds a lot like DMX. Oh, yeah? And I kind of like DMX. (laughs) So it wasn't terrible. I mean, I listened to it between home and here, sure. and I just like, I listen Oof. to 30 seconds of a song, go to the next, and 30 seconds of the song, go to the next. I just wanted to see, A, how many al- songs were on this album, and get a general vibe for it. it
0: it's not all bad. It's going to be a regular but rotation man. in this
2: six-disc six player he has. He drops a lot of N-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> have but you noticed over I mean, the last like, couple guess, weeks I, that I've
3: become the least racist guy on the show?
0: No, oh, there was nothing racist. That was the yeah, no right. anti racist. Jeff didn't said he doesn't like music where you have to use that as a crutch, and I don't blame him. Well, I
3: I don't blame him either.
2: I I don't but listen to rap you, music, but I said it, and he he went like this. I know this is radio, but still, he went.
0: <laughs> he was, he very, was very dejected. Yeah, I
2: mean, lost, hurt puppy, <laughs> and just just walked away because he knew as soon as you got his, his CD in
0: there, you're gonna be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> What are we drinking, by the way? Mark opened a beer for us.
1: Uh, Ballast Point Longpin. Longfin. Longfin.
0: Longfin.
1: Couldn't read it from over there. Kolsch uh, Pilsner. Lager.
0: Lager. Lager. Okay. I like this beer.
1: Yeah, pretty solid.
0: Um, speaking of Ballast Point, real quick, uh, we posted on the E6 page. Uh, so if you don't follow us, you did not see that Victory at Sea Day is coming back again this year. And we've got some special stuff coming for that. Uh, one of my all-time favorite beers we're getting, it's never been available in Missouri, uh, Indrakenegia. It is a curry beer, and it's amazing. Everyone else hates it. Um, I, I'm <laughs> gonna right, drink, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink the crap out of it, and it's barrel-aged. Uh, so yeah. We're
2: also getting the barrel-aged version, which has never been sold in Missouri either. It's is it the high-west
1: barrel-aged one? curry beer? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Coconut or not? Um, I don't believe so. Okay. No,
0: just like spice, curry yeah. spice. No, okay. no coconut. I didn't
2: know if it was just coconut curry. i had curry, or curry. I before. It's good. All right, the picture's posted on our Facebook page.
0: Uh, also, getting with did, that.
2: What, what question did you pose? Want to know you? the story about this picture? Listen to this week's oh, okay. episode.
1: Well, but you haven't told everybody the picture because the picture is clearly somebody writing corn over a hole for a <laughs> cornhole joke in a bathroom, and you've missed that
2: look okay I, I took one other picture in memphis this week oh well, two other pictures one was a, Were they a the boundary, bathroom of Mount handy it again? was a cop that looked exactly like my bartender
1: oh i did see that picture you posted and that.
2: then this one which was in the bathroom of a convenience store that we stopped at what does, well, does it say <laughs> now you tell me if you still think it's corned whole. oh please knock before enter oh, yeah. and knock is spelled O K. yeah well, there's a
1: hole underneath it. That's why. <laughs> it's a hole. knock hole. <laughs> hole. <The> C, <laughs> a sea hole. But it's a sea hole. I tried to put it in the sea <laughs> hole and it didn't work out.
2: So uh, the graffiti artists at Memphis aren't known for their spelling. And it's always the letter C, apparently. They <laughs> 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 still get all
0: the letters in the right like, direction. It's true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, back um, to uh, the festival. <laughs> we had some guy come up to us and go, "Hey, heard you guys are hungover." <laughs> Wait, what? what? It's like, yeah, someone said the E Six guys were hungover. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> were you? Very yes, but, but like, <laughs> but it was like a story. Like the Brewers were surprised. Like, <laughs> we hadn't even talked to anyone. Yet no, that day. <laughs> the Brewers were just telling other people, like, "Yeah, the Exit Six guys are hungover." <laughs> We've got this reputation down there. A, we make the best beer in the world. We ran out of beer with an hour and a half left to go in the festival, for starters. Yeah, um, we ran out of our first keg less than an hour in. And what did you guys serve? Uh, blueberry shandy, watermelon Wits. Uh, Ryan's red, and, and some, some hot fun. pun. Mm. Louis beer is good. And uh, so yeah, I mean, for starters, I mean, I, I think we told the story last week that you know uh last year we were down there some guy came up and he's like hey uh we were told that if we want to party that the exit six guys are the ones we were supposed to come and find (laughs) yeah what what should we do and this week we had or this year we had someone come up and go hey we heard you guys were hung (laughs) over we didn't see anybody on beale street
0: that we knew like from the festival we hadn't talked to anybody yet that day (laughs) like other than our volunteer that came over and like was helping get us our stuff to get set up like
2: I don't know where that came from. It was very out Perhaps of the field. Perhaps your
1: significant others? No,
2: they, they were with us the yeah, entire okay. time. And he came up. He's like, yeah, no. Some of the brewers were talking about it in the other tent.
0: <laughs> like, isn't that assumed that you're going to be hungover? Shouldn't everybody be hungover? Uh, I, I just, yeah, I would, I would have guessed that seventy-five percent of the people there pouring that day were hungover from the night before. Right, and but they, they, they wanted the to ones? make
2: it a point to <laughs>
0: say, yeah, is at six is He's hungover. Those
1: six fuckers know how to party. Yeah.
0: You would have thought uh, that blueberry shandy was the first and only beer ever created. By the way, people were drinking that shit.
2: Hmm.
0: Like there wasn't another beer being poured there until it was gone.
2: It was. Ma- imagine if they had released uh, a keg of barrel aged abraxas at Great Taste of the Midwest. <laughs> that that was us with blueberry shandy. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs>
0: a Friday night, uh, they always put a dinner on for us. Uh, one of the local restaurants, and we were back there. Just for the two of you? Yeah, yeah, just Jeff and I. It's candlelit. It's nice. Uh, Lynn and Lauren and Goodboy had to sit outside and watch. Uh, <laughs> they
1: got the table scraps afterwards. Yeah. There's
0: there's like
2: just a window, and they parade the everybody past, like these are the guys <laughs> that we were telling you about.
0: And uh, we were in the back. Everybody kind of just brought a bunch of coolers and threw beer, you know, random beers and stuff in it. And good boy had just opened up, like, a some fucking lager from someone, I don't know, and just like, nah, you need to go over to this cooler over here. I'm like, why? He's like, somebody just opened a bottle of Marshall Zukov. I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, enjoy your lager, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was standing in line to get up to the cooler, and I opened it up, and there was a couple standing
2: I'm next I'm sorry, to me. you
1: had to stand in line? I don't think so, God of Memphis. <clears throat> uh, yeah,
0: no. Well, we're
2: still polite. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, shouldn't they just bring it up to Manners. your throne? No, that one they didn't. You're right. I don't we, we should call call and complain. Yeah, we we'll gonna have to let them know. <laughs> Does next Memphis year. have a number we can call right now? Yes. It's 901 something. <laughs> uh, but this couple that was standing in front of me was getting something out of the the cooler next to him. I'm like, nope, put that back. You want what's in here. I might take it first because I don't know how much is left, but uh, make sure you get some of this after me. And they're like, what's Marshall Zukov? I'm like, oh, my God, I, you guys in the beer industry not never heard of this beer. I thought it was kind of, you know, Dark Lord, you know, Hunapu. I thought Marshall Zukov was kind of in that <laughs> same realm of things. Um, but, no, they had never had it before, and they came up later and said, thanks for the recommendation. They really enjoyed it. And I, I felt bad afterwards because Good Boy told us that uh, I had forgotten that. That was Papa's like, white whale. It's like one of the only beers he's he's wanted to try that he's never been able to try, and we're just drinking it on a porch in Memphis. (laughs) (laughs) And giving it away. Yeah. (laughs) And then I shed a little tear because I hadn't seen Pawpaw in a while. It made me sad. He was in St. Louis this weekend, too. Was he, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For a wedding. Oh, wow. I got a big old Pawpaw hug.
3: (laughs) I didn't even get a Pawpaw text. I didn't either. He just showed up at, like, midnight at Shamrocks.
2: (laughs) He does that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else happened at the festival? Justin completely ruined a beer for me. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. We had this really nice uh, red Fland- uh, Flanders red sour from Avondale. I'm like, man, this is uh, this is one of the better beers I've had today. <laughs> Justin goes, oh yeah, watch this. It tastes like mustard. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! And sure, shit, ruined. I couldn't. I, I dumped
0: it. Everyone else was drinking, and it was like, you're an asshole. Yeah. I'm
2: like. That's what it smells like. <laughs> and it oh, wow. absolutely did. It smelled like it. It tasted like it. I had to dump it.
0: You too many cooked Tim.
1: Yeah. Too many cooked him. Oh.
0: I just saw today, actually, weird. Avondale just got bought out by another brewery that was there. Uh, good people. Did you see them? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they were on the, the
2: black tent, like, over yeah. to the
0: right. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't know why they bought them, but never heard of either of them. Well, I'd heard of Avondale from the festival, but yeah. never on, like, a
2: Outside uh-huh. of that. And I'd never heard of good people prior to Saturday. Yeah. I guess they had they tried that mustard and it's like, man, we gotta get our hands on these guys. They're gonna go great with our hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were um we had talked about
0: this last week about how there hadn't been any new breweries opened in Memphis. There's actually two new ones now. Um, Meddlesome Metalsome and Crosstown, I think where they what's they were called. Um
1: Is there just is there there's one brewery on Beale Street? No breweries on Beale Street. There's not yeah. a brewery on Beale Street at the end of it? Nope. Okay.
2: Uh, there's the one cra- uh, craft beer bar on mem- main, Maybe that's on, what I'm thinking on, on Beale, but no brewery.
1: What's the name of it?
2: The Tap Room. Okay. It's a, clever. <laughs> <laughs> I think High Cotton's the
0: closest, and they're yeah. a mile up the street. <clears throat> they're not too far. Yeah. Um, but I got to have one of the beers. Uh, a beer from one of the new breweries is actually pretty good. Middlesome Brown. Um.
2: No, you love a good brown. I do. Man, we went to uh, Wiseacre before that dinner that Justin was talking about earlier, and they released... uh, The the, Catered
1: Feast in Your Honor.
2: They were releasing (laughs) three what they called spooky beers that night. Um, Unfortunately, we had to leave before they tapped two of them, but one of them was a uh, candy apple ale. Caramel apple. Caramel apple, sorry.
0: Is there a difference? Yeah, candy apple is like the red, just like the sugar glaze on the outside, right? Um, I don't know I'll go with that
2: That yeah. sounds okay. right Sure All right Well caramel apple Is what it was cause it You're tasted the authority On apples I, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It tasted like a Green apple Covered in caramel With a couple of Peanuts on there It was I hated it I didn't like it <laughs> But it was amazing Yeah I
1: mean That they could get Those flavors Yeah, yeah. It? yeah.
2: And they did a really Good job Yeah <laughs> Other people we were with liked it. I I did not Care for it it's not my Did flavor. you not like it
1: because you don't like those flavors? Right. Yeah, okay. Yes. Like
2: yeah. Uh it was very, very it was sweet. Really yeah. sweet. I don't think I could have yeah.
1: done a
0: whole glass of it yeah. like you did, but like the small sip if I'd have had that one. Like, very impressive it. though. Yeah. They also had I had a really good uh Belgian strong ale from them with Rangpur Limes. It was super fragrant, one of the most like lime forward beers I've had in a long yeah. time. Oh It was like also that. like twelve percent and it went down like fucking soda. It was delicious. They had a, they just built a really cool new like outdoor area too. Big huge patio and tent thing and stuff. stage. Yeah. It was really nice.
2: They bought a shipping container and put it up as a bridge over the sewage, which was <laughs> neat. <laughs>
1: Hell of a city Memphis
0: is running right now. <laughs> Memphis is a
1: really dirty city.
0: Yeah. I've never been to like the nice part of Memphis. I don't know if that exists or
2: not. Hey, it was funny. We have one of the our, our, Knoxville. Our, <laughs> our cabby said, uh, "Yeah, surprise you guys were willing to come down here to Memphis." You know, we were picked like the fifth most dangerous city in the U.S. recently. <laughs> Hold my beer, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> please. Hold on a
3: second. Someone just got shot in St. Louis. Wait more. T- wait ten more seconds. Hey, someone just got shot in St. Louis. <laughs>
0: That was really about it. The festival, yeah. like we were kind of hung over, so we didn't really drink a lot at the festival. Oh, we heard. <laughs> we didn't venture outside of our booth very much. Um, had a couple of good home brews. We got to drink some death by coconut because Oscar Blues was there, yeah. which is a weird, yeah, weird thing. Um,
1: Any other highlighted beers from breweries that aren't weren't you guys? that You had at the festival. Anything stand out?
2: We really didn't drink a whole lot. Yeah. No. In case uh, you were so hung Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Trying to think, not, not really.
0: Uh, I've, I good. We met a a guy who's a beer broker in Memphis, and he was telling us about all the uh,
1: what's a sorry, what's a beer broker?
0: And I had asking this. I'm like, so you you created an extra step in the process? Like there wasn't <laughs> <Right>. enough, like
1: <laughs> right? There wasn't enough red tape <laughs> in the three tier system we have.
0: So he goes out to breweries and gets breweries to come to new cities. And then okay. he hooks them up with distributors that he thinks will work well. I mean, they still have to do, you know, they still have to meet with the distributors and do all that shit on their own. But they're like a it's concierge service from breweries like a to distributors. System. No. So what do you mean?
1: Well, I mean, we he contact Exit 6, like, hey, come open a second location in Memphis? No, no, no. Just Not
0: a second a, location, just, a just a stri- distrib- distribute that's down what, Okay, there. that's what I, yeah, that's what it was, um, unclear about. Okay. He mentioned it because Earthbound was pouring this weekend, and they're getting ready to open in, like, 15 or 20 locations down there. Oh. Uh, L. Fallon, who I was, I was surprised, I never noticed that they weren't there before for as big as they are, uh, he just got them signed up, um.
2: And six mile bridge.
0: Oh yeah, six mile is going to start canning this fall or later this fall, and he's going to bring their package in down there too. So it seems like you know it's uh, he created a a business, right? Like yeah, right. (coughs) Maybe didn't have a didn't need it, but people are signed up for it. Yeah, I just don't know how that kind of how you make money off that. I'm sure he gets a percentage or a finder's fee or something. I mean, there's already the margins are so small on on.
1: Yeah, but if he package, deals, in, but if he deals in volume, so Earthbound's opening twenty, or you know they're going to get yeah. twenty new
0: locations if he gets X number of dollars Handles. for each. Yeah, yeah. And he did say it too, like O'Fallon's it's going different. to all the big box stores, so that's like Costco, Walmart, Sam's, all those places where every shelf, you know, whatever pallets and pallets of kite tail or whatever they're yeah. selling now. Yeah,
2: pumpkin. Is that a pumpkin? shot? Pumpkin. Yeah.
0: Is that a shot? A kite no. tail shot?
3: No, Fucking liar! <laughs> I'm telling Brian and Jason. Fine. Tell them both. They're bigger. <laughs>
0: They're bigger? Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, that, I, mean, I think it means there's
2: a brewery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant Jeff was going to grab both I'm by like, the shirt. And Jeff just say, and I could no. definitely take them. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I'll put that out right now. We'll put a boxy <laughs> match together. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a wrestling match. Fuck like that. <laughs> okay. Well, how many breweries uh, have brewers that aren't giant pussies and would actually do that? <laughs> what
2: all of them you think so
1: i'm sorry wait, 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 i'm I not see. sure what what's, you're saying yeah, i'm just the, trying to make sure contest? that i don't
2: think any st louis brewery has pussies brewing <laughs> what's that what's
1: your that? contest that you and jeff could like out it fight any be other be bre- jeff
0: and i i'm just saying like let's put a st louis brewery. boxing is it, match is it, together it, or something boxing? have you Whatever, ever boxed in your life i mean i punched a guy
2: before <laughs> if, if, if it's that then it's got to be like the giant boxing gloves Yes, you know, or the you sumo, sumo, suits. Uh, the right. sumo yeah. suits. This is actually a fun. I, like, I do think you should. I, I do think we should organize this a citywide. Brewery. We we could put a boxing ring up in the parking lot here. Sell tickets. Uh, you know, make it a charity event. Yes. Me and Kyle will be the main event. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. He's always said that he could beat us at any sport ever. Sumo wrestling. <laughs> true. He he. Mm. Here's the
1: thing. He loses his honorary PE degree if he loses. (laughs) It goes away. It just
0: evaporates. We're not doing parachute. We're doing sumo wrestling.
1: (laughs) Parachute is a great fucking
0: game. All right. (laughs) It's important in the education of our children. I always wonder why there isn't like brewer or events. You know, like the guild doesn't put anything on that's not like, hey, you have to go pour beer for customers. Why can't? Why isn't there something like? For the breweries to get together and do stuff together that doesn't involve, like, work.
2: Yeah. I think they think that the festivals do that. You, I don't, do, really? That The guild thinks that, not us. Not the brewers. But the guild's run by
0: the brewers. Yeah, well, is it? They should do a festival well, with yeah. all
3: all the breweries that are outside. Kind of like bring Memphis breweries up here, <clears throat> and it should be for
0: you guys. We just all get to go... Drink. They're gonna put a pay to put a festival together yeah, just I guess for us to come drink. I guess that's the reason <laughs> okay. is because they can't make any money off it. it yeah. yeah. I don't want to stand mm. in line though. Do we <laughs> we all just walk behind the yeah, right. so no <laughs> beer? Just... <laughs> you guys will have your
3: honorary thrones though. So it's it's just all of
1: you it. in the middle of the beer taps and then like good boy walking around the outside waiting in line. <laughs> just but just him. Just him going around to every brewery. Good boy, pass out in any bars or anything uh, this uh,
3: weekend? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, Beale Street, um, all night Friday, and then the the bar that we uh, finished up at on Saturday. Yeah, we well, got yeah, nothing. He he was passing out in the middle of Beale Street, and it's a little embarrassing, you know, when when you're there. Not so much on Beale Street, but at least down on the other street. And I was real drunk on on Beale, and I'm like, every time you fall asleep, I'm going to slap you. And he goes, okay, cool, yeah, do that. <laughs> Justin was getting so mad. You were slapping the shit out of him, like. The dude's drunk enough that he
0: didn't feel any of this, right? He, I, on the face? I don't know how he didn't wake up with Well, a, a lot concussion. of times it on the
2: back of the head yeah. because he's, he'd fall asleep like this. He
0: got Crosby'd like crazy. <laughs> <And>
2: <laughs> I think I'm that's why he up. kept falling asleep on Saturdays. Oh, who still. was it? I made fun of somebody at the festival for being a Crosby fan. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, uh, I said that I told him that we drank more beer last night than he had this year. <laughs> and he was wearing a Sydney Crosby t-shirt. Uh, penguins t-shirt and he not goes not even
1: a real jersey a t-shirt yeah it's yeah. a
2: t-shirt yeah that said 87 it had like a picture in the background of the numbers kind of a thing and he goes i don't know that that, that might be true and i said it's a sydney crosby fan yeah i said you are a sydney crosby fan i guarantee it's true
3: <laughs> and did he go tell the bar owner or the bouncer is he, yeah is that, that you why you guys him? get kicked out of the bar no this was, this at, was at the, the festival. festival oh okay <laughs>
1: Oh, that's why you started that rumor that you were really hungover.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> long before that. I will say there was one thing I really missed uh, on this trip though, and it was drinking giant Bud Light limes on Beal. Mm. No one had Bud Light Lime anymore. Yeah, Everyone no had it. craft beer, which is mm. awesome. Uh, you get your, Just want You could get your Bud Light and Budweiser, Miller, and then every like outdoor beer stand had anywhere between three and five. Like, local craft beers, which was really cool.
2: Huh. Ghost River and Memphis Made seemed to yeah. be the two biggest.
0: Um, one of them had, or was it? Oh, at Club Handy, they had, like, six different Wiseacre beers on. Yeah. They had Gotta um, Get Up to Get Down, which yeah. is
2: really good. It's their Coffee Stout. Really good.
0: As uh, bad as Club Handy is and gross, they have a really good beer tap selection. For, for Beale Street, anyway.
1: <laughs> Great beer. Shitty Bathrooms.
0: Very shitty, literally. literally. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Justin's um, getting beer. Uh, yeah, I guess do a round while you're over there. Um,
1: so we just actually finished up our second beer, uh, Evil Twin Pink Lemonade IPA.
0: This beer is delicious. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really it's like that. Real. I'm good. not
1: generally a fan of pink lemonade, but I enjoy this beer.
0: Um. I just got my what? last Jesus beer by Evil Twin, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Coco Jesus just came out. How long have you been
1: putting this together? Too fucking long, yeah.
0: man. Like, I was going to do it next weekend, and then you're well, how out many, of town. How many, how many are there total? I, I've, I've probably got 14 or 15. So this has variants. been... This is, Justin, I mean... For three years. I of, mean, yeah. I mean, maybe. For the last several years, I know you've been trying to come up with a complete set. I gave up on the... Uh, one of them, uh, I'm just not going to – I don't think there's any way to get it right now. And yeah. uh, Coco Jesus just came out, and I bought it, and it was in a four-pack, even though I just – I just wanted a bottle or one can. I'm like, fuck. I, Jeff and I drank one already uh, with a cigar the other night, but we're still going to drink it on the lineup. But, yeah, that'll be it. 14 or 15 of those and a handful of biscotti break uh, kind of rare variants. Variants, yeah. Uh, but we were going to do it next weekend, cook some food, watch the uh, Blues game. But uh, half of us are out of town. So in a couple Sorry. of weeks, it's gonna yeah, Kyle, of going to be you're
1: going Yeah, Kyle's going to Vegas to watch the uh, Blues yeah. play the uh, Golden Knights. The Golden Knights of Las Vegas. The Golden Knights, where are you staying? MGM. MGM.
2: I thought you were staying in a uh, timeshare. Yeah, I supposed to. Didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> what makes pink lemonade pink?
0: Grapefruit. Is it really? Uh, Pink lemonade generally is lemonade with grapefruit added. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm.
3: He just has all the answers. He's brilliant. (laughs) That's why I I get to sit on a throne in Memphis. (laughs) 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 Um, I saw a really cool story uh, today uh, that uh, uh, with all the fires going on in Sonoma and Napa, uh, they're doing uh, a Pliny the Younger um, line, like you can cut the line. So, you, get 20, if you donate 25 bucks, and you get the chance to uh, cut the line for when the plenty of the younger release. You would cool. just
2: be waiting in line with the other people <laughs> that paid to cut the line. No,
3: they'll just pull a certain amount. It's not not
0: everybody gets it, it's like a lottery. Oh, so the donation doesn't guarantee you right. a pour. It's right. just a chance at an early early. So, pour? it's like a 50 right. yeah. 50. Yeah. And
3: uh, there's a couple other things. Uh, the head brewer from Bear Republic has uh, lost his house in the fires. Oh, yeah. So, they're, they're raising a bunch of money for him.
0: I didn't know that was still going on. It was oh, real fuck, big. Man, I, we didn't bad, see much man. of the news over the weekend at all, so I had no idea what was happening in current yeah. events. We could have bombed North Korea for all I knew. Yeah. Did we? No, I don't okay. think so.
2: Right. <laughs> is that a firm no? <laughs> it's a firm no. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's, I mean, the, the, I can't imagine, like, the, the time it takes to grow grapes in Napa and Sonoma. All that being washed on the drain is just huge for that community. They're fucked.
0: Yeah, I, somebody was on the radio the other day talking about like how bad this was going to be for the wine industry. Wine coming in the next handful
1: of years. Yeah. I didn't really think about projecting five years out or yeah, ten years. They out. They said this
0: year, you know, most of the grapes have already been picked for the year. Yeah, but now the, you know, like you're looking, yeah, up to about five years. Earth is going to be all ashy. Yeah, it changes the tawa. Yeah. Now our our flavors from California will be completely different for the yeah. next like five. We we'll have some shit
3: Missouri stuff like fruit and.
0: Everyone's just struggling. gonna make Himmel's vine for the next yeah. decade. <laughs> <laughs> we were the,
3: getting we were so the, many 12th flavors in this. It's <laughs> when we were out there in Napa four or five years ago. They said that when they buy property, they don't get anything for seven years. You don't get any wine, any grapes that are worth a shit for wine for seven years. And it the, takes it, that long for the plants to mature. Yeah. yeah. And it's I mean, I forget what it was. It was like a million dollars for
0: a half an acre or something like that. Jesus. And you're sitting there with no source of revenue off of it for yeah. that long. That's crazy. There's no way you could get into the wine industry in this country right now, right? You you
2: you'd have to buy, not make a any vineyard. meaningful. Well, I mean,
0: you have to have a significant amount of money already to do that. Okay. Yes, and not like open a brewery, money. Like I think no you know, real money. Yeah. yeah. That fucking money. <laughs> well, I think the problem is, you know, it's
1: also distribution and shelf space and all of the structural things that go with it. I mean, unless you're selling it... I mean, here, here's the real problem. You, it, I think it's really hard to open up a winery next to a big city because you need... The space. ginormous tracts of land. You know what I mean? And so when it, and so people... Ha- it's a destination, right? You can't sell it... It's not like a you know, a tap room where you open it up and people from the city will come in and try your stuff. I mean, you, people have to drive out there, I think, to...
2: I like that you just quoted both Elf and Monty Python's Holy Grail in yeah. the same sentence. That's, uh, <laughs> that's
1: what I bring to the Ooh, That's Something special. <laughs> little beer knowledge, but I got movie quotes at the wazoo.
0: Do you think the wine industry is more, less, or the same competitiveness as beer right now? More. More. Yeah. There's and I think
2: a lot it's, more. I have to I go with know more. About that. There, there's just so the, much more wine. I, th- I think the problem is... But there's 6,000 breweries. Yeah, but there's 40,000 I
3: mean, types of grapes that they use.
1: And and I think, you know, you walk into a... Sh- Not in the U.S. Okay. Uh, you walk into a shop. Oh, how, in how, how
0: many wine labels do you recognize? None. Like four. Yeah. Like the ones I've served at restaurants I've worked at, you know?
1: <laughs> but I think there are a couple, I mean, like Yellowtail and... I, I mean, there are Barefoot, a couple that stand... Yeah. I mean, Baringer.
3: Kendall Jackson. I was Kendall just going to say KJ. Um Okay, but the, e- you walk
1: in, there are 150, 200, and it's, I think it's hard to stand out because there are 25 versions of Cabernet Sauvignon, I can't...
0: I like wine, but I've gone to, like, a Friar Tux or something to look for a bottle. And, you know, like, most wine, generally, the majority of the wine seems to be somewhere between $10 and $20. Like, most of it's pretty relatively... Closely, closely pr- priced, right? Yes. You have your outliers that are five ninety nine and then hundreds of dollars or whatever, but there is a thousand bottles of wine in the red category that I'm specifically looking for that are in that price point that all have stickers on them and say rated a ninety seven or a ninety eight right, or a you ninety know. nine. Like, what's the differentiators? And that's, mar-
1: in- um, that's a marketing tactic, right? I mean, if you opened a, a winery, you would have to try to get that. Label because that's the only way to stand out in oh, yeah. big box stores like that.
2: And you, I usually, you you try to get that as a brewery as well. I mean, yeah. just because you try, it doesn't mean no, shit. That's true.
0: Yeah. I normally, if I go and buy that's a true. bottle of red, though, like I'll find one that looks like the a couple that I like because of the labels. And I, I pick wine based on the label way more than I ever would. We, uh,
2: <laughs> we had dinner last night. I cooked uh, sous vide a couple of steaks. Lauren bought a bottle of wine to go with them. You picked it out because it was called Pennywise. <laughs> well, that'll work. Okay, right. cool. I, I mean, is there a wine podcast
1: right now talking about the exact? Same? I mean, probably. I mean, there are there the are wine six thousand breweries. I mean, you walk up and down. I mean, do you know all the all the beer labels? I mean, is that the corollary
2: to that? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, think there's I a lot. I don't know if there's more labels on beer than wine. And Fryer Tucks, right now, I'm which one? About, well, I'm not talking about.
1: I'm talking about yeah, supermarkets. I am talking Schnooks because I think the average consumer doesn't go to Fryer Tucks. I, I think okay. most people go to a Schnooks or a Costco or one of the big box stores there's or Target. So when definitely you walk in, more wine there's in Schnooks than and in. A, I, and, and I don't think? think it's... think?
2: Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think so.
1: I, I don't it's, even know if it's more, but it's... Because... So it, at the Schnucks I go to, I mean, you have the refrigerated beer aisle, and then you have wine. It's the... You know, left uh-huh. and right. You have the same... And they take up the same... It's one long shelf.
2: I okay, think... Okay, so the, that's different, because the Schnucks right here, mm-hmm. you got refrigerated beer on the right, craft beer on the left, and then the next aisle is wine. It's all wine. And it's not even all wine. There's a lot of spirits on that aisle well, as well. I think, well. Yeah. I I think it's there's more like, beer. Don't there's
3: 8700 wineries in the United States.
1: I don't even Holy
2: five, shit, really?
3: 5% increase over last year.
1: I don't even think it's 8, the wineries. I think I think when you're talking about going to a grocery store, there's so many more wines and it's it's and it's not even the varietals. It's just there's so much that well, you think, can't ever
0: One thing I was thinking about is okay, yeah, there's 8700 US. There is a shitload of wine producing countries in the world that we get wine from. Like we don't get that many Beers okay. from outside that's of the U.S. Sure. So I think there's just globally such a larger market. I
2: thought we were talking about the competition in the U.S. I thought that's what you said. I'm talking i I never said that. You
0: said that. No, and, and I, I just think it's. I
1: think I it's super general. I think if the average customer walks into a supermarket, are they more more overwhelmed? And this is not people who are into either one. Are they more more overwhelmed by the amount of craft beer selections or the amount of wine selections? And I think it's wine running away because I think there are so many different varietals I'm and still labels. Roka
2: and there and I mean clearly I was wrong about the number of winers. I thought there were been twice as many breweries as there were wineries. I'm I'm flabbergasted to hear that. But you can walk in and there's still gonna be just Cabernet, Merlot, Chardonnay, et cetera, as opposed to IPA, double IPA, Brown, Porter, Robust Porter, Brown Porter. Uh, I yeah, think that but nobody but because of the styles, you know, yeah, sure, you walk in and there are let's say fifty different cabs there, and there might only be thirty different i p a s there's a lot more styles of beer than there are wine, generally speaking, and I think that but that I don't, confuses I don't think more people or customer, intimidates intimidates more people i i, I
1: I don't think the average customer can differentiate between a robust porter and a porter. You know what I mean? I think the categories are broader than
0: that. I agree, but but that's how they're labeled. But at least on most beer bottles or cans, usually breweries will put some kind of flavor descriptor
2: on the bottle. So like, I think wineries do that too, though. I never.
0: I I always pick bottles up, and it just says Cabernet Cabernet. 2013 vintage from this place in Italy.
2: Like, I've noticed a lot of labels that say you know notes of dark fruit and cherries I never
0: and, see that on wine bottles. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, with Justin I don't Really? I and, I just you know,
2: bought a bottle less than a month ago and picked it up and it said that on there that's yeah. the only reason I know this
1: But also I think I think and maybe this is the different like there's only one size pretty much of a wine bottle right? Uh, yeah. And there's different like yeah. when you buy a bottle of wine it comes in one size you when you the buy a beer and yeah. I mean, there are I mean how many different Cans and bottles and styles and packaging. I mean, there's four packs, there's six packs, there's thirty packs. I think, I think that may be what over not overwhelms people, but I think that's the differentiator in my mind is that when you buy a bottle of wine, you just you pick up the bottle of wine like that's right. it. It doesn't come in a box. Or six a packs, twelve
2: packs, eighteen packs, yeah, twenty four right. packs, thirty packs. Twelve ounces, six ounces, eight really? ounces, twelve ounces, twenty two ounces, seven hundred fifty right, ounces. Right,
1: your dick is bigger than mine. We get it. <laughs>
0: No,
2: I mean, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I,
1: and so in my mind, that's, I think, what's confusing is because packaging can be used as a, a factor for differentiation in beer where it's not in wine.
0: Yeah. I think another That's, issue that's what I think is the, what I'm thinking is of. I think people have, most people when, that are going in to look for a beer have a general idea of what an IPA is as a style, right? Like, it's going to be kind of on the lighter side in color, Pretty hop forward, citrusy. Honest fruity. question: Before but, we,
1: I mean, do more people drink beer or wine, or is it mixed? I mean, does anyone have wine. any idea? I, I would guess wine. I just saw in the, the, in the United States, more people drink wine than beer. That would be my
3: guess. Okay, mm-hmm. in, the, in the world, there's 360 billions billion bottles of wine drink each year, or produced each year. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, but most of that's just Eddie Vedder when he's on stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> He really does. He drinks. All right, anyway. Eddie Vedder drinks so, wine on stage? Yeah. He'll have, he'll have two bottles of wine during a show. <laughs> I so, thought you meant like he was like whining, like, here, here, here. <laughs> put it in my cornhole.
0: <laughs> I'm in Memphis. <laughs> that, was a pretty but, ra- that was a pretty rap. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So if you know what an IPA is and you see double IPA, you can kind of infer what you're going to get there. Most people know what a stout is. They've seen a Guinness or had something.
2: I think you are giving people way more credit.
0: But if you go How in many people ask, come
2: in here and don't know what an IPA is? You think that number is greater at Schnucks?
0: I, I, what I'm saying is yeah, I think I there
2: is more people that know about
0: different beer styles than can tell me what the difference between a Shiraz and a Merlot is. And when you're looking at hundreds of bottles of each right next to each other, I think that's where the... the like overwhelmingness comes from, it's because you don't.
1: Let me, let me phrase it this way: If money wasn't an object, and I know that's a bullshit way to start out anything, uh, but if if your if your goal was to, would you rather open a, a winery or a brewery?
2: A brewery, just because I like beer more.
1: Uh, but take that out. of it I mean, if you were if you weren't you, not 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 based on like, if you were if you were trying to either make be money, influential, or make money. I don't think you'll open either of them. Well, yeah. not, okay, I would rather. You're right. I'd no, rather I'm be a, rap star. a brewery. Just
3: because, I mean, obviously, I just said that the wine business is treading w- up, too. I think, but, yeah. I, I think
1: when it comes down to it, I think a winery is a tougher business for a variety of reasons. <laughs> we have to worry about the weather a lot more. Sure.
3: I
0: said your your, your whole product's based on yeah weather cycles. You know, like, and hoping if we, that you get good crop one year can ruin your business. Like, yeah. And paying immigrants $2 to poke all the <laughs> grapes off.
2: Or if there's a fire. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I kind of like the idea of a winery just having this vast amount of land that you can go and do whatever you want on you know and kind of be a little more secluded um i don't don't.
1: but that presents like i said unique sales challenges because less people come to you and i I think shelf space is so cutthroat in every big box store that i don't know how i don't know how wineries i don't know how breweries do it let alone wineries sure Uh, I mean, if you were opening a new winery right now, how would you go about putting your your product in in schnooks and getting it sold? You 1,000
0: people in every city, major city in the U.S., and send them cases to go and sample out? Is that you just have to do it by volume, sheer volume?
1: And and the margins on it are, like you said, are razor thin. So it's just, yeah.
2: Yeah, get the right distributor. Even just distributors have the, the shelf power. Yeah. Yeah. There's... A lot to it, and it's very, very cutthroat.
0: I mean, how many brands of wine does major brands have? Oh God, a lot. Two? Uh, hundreds, hun- hundreds and hundreds. Three?
3: Thousands, probably thousands. Brands like yeah. if you're taking the winery and then breaking them down per yeah. bottle, that's a brand. Then, yeah, yeah, a lot, probably thousands. I, it's they're the biggest one. And how would
0: heard. they? How would you ever want to go with someone like that that already has like?
1: 'Cause they have the shelf space.
3: They because have
0: they yeah.
2: can, because they've already got the in on the stores. Yeah. They do, but why your but look, brand over another if you are, brand to if who you are going to push.
1: If you're a helm winery, right, and you want to start selling in, in schnooks, right? I mean, you, you can't you can't go to every schnooks by yourself. You
0: need to No, I to mean it makes sense to go with someone like that for size because they have the manpower to do it, but my other thought is they can only care about so many brands like Legitimately, right? True. That's
2: when the spiffs come into play. Yeah. I mean, no, they're not. That's that's it's a double edged sword because no, they're not going to care about your brand unless you're giving them some sort of spiff. Sure. But at the same time, I mean, they already have the ends with the managers at all these different locations. You know, they're on a first name basis with every you know liquor buyer at Schnucks or Deerbergs or Sam's or Costco's or whatever. Whereas, I mean, look at it this way: Um, you look at Pickney Bend vodka or gin. Versus pop off. I mean, Pickney Bend is clearly a better product. Or uh, let's let's we'll go a little uh, closer in price point. Uh, Bombay, Bombay. Thank you. Uh, you know, you will see Bombay everywhere. You don't see Pickney Bend everywhere. Sure. Even though, in my opinion, Pickney Bend makes a better product. Pickney Bend is distributed by Bomberito. Bombay is distributed by major brands. I don't know if that's true. I know the Picney Bend's with Bond Reed. I don't know, to, but sure. yeah. you know, uh you don't see Picney Bend everywhere, and it's because their distributor, you know, can't even get a foot in the door yeah. at a lot of places. Uh, you know, uh artisan sellers here. This prime example that I know of. Scott could not get any shelf space at Schnooks. It took him months and months and months before they'd even talk to him because he he had such a small portfolio. Oh, yeah. Didn't matter. They didn't look, I've got enough distributors and sales reps and everything else coming in here and i completely
0: you know. understand that at, at, if if i worked at a beer store or even a grocery store like at some point i would just unless i had tons of people calling me and telling me they wanted this brand in the store they want to buy it why would i bother right you know why yeah. why why have to talk to three more people a week you know that i already have to talk to 30 of exactly like them
2: yeah. You know. And that's just and you know, and then okay, so finally the distributor gets a, a sit down and they bring in some samples. All right. Now again, I'm talking box stores, fryer yeah. tucks, not yeah. not here. Sure. But you sit down uh using artisan f for an example again. a uh, saga tuck, Neil Pollton milk stout. It's a great beer. But if the customers haven't heard of it, they're you gonna know, walk right past it nine times out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Well and what happens you know, if the average consumer is going to walk right past it. You know, if you got Rogue Shakespeare Stout and Saga Tuck Neil Palt, and Milk Stout, they're going to grab the Shakespeare Stout because they've heard of Rogue. What if? So now that product's just sitting. Yes. Even though it's better. It's that's good, if you know, can even get the guys to buy that. If they're sampling if, it, and right. they,
0: they happen to like it. What if it's a style they don't like? And they're like, and oh, we're not going to bring that one in. Exactly.
2: But that's what it's I was going costly. with. Like,
1: is it a style or mm. something that's going to sell? You know, I mean, I think it's even. I think yeah, it's, it's even tough. You got There's
2: yeah. so many things you got to factor in. You know, he was able to get Casey Light in because, you know, retailers were able to sell it for eight ninety nine a twenty four pack. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing we haven't talked about is price point yeah. too. I mean, <laughs> it's just such a it's such a killer. There's lots of factors involved. I yeah. saw some, people, but even quality of product it doesn't matter because the, the, there are so many labels. People are overwhelmed. They're gonna go with what they've heard of. Uh,
0: someone this was on Beer Enthusiast earlier. They saw I guess Atropolis from. Uh, modern just started yeah. getting distro uh, package oh, really? uh, four pack 16 ounce scans. And the guy's like, Yeah, I was so happy I could find this. It was 13 bucks. It's you know a little higher than what I would 13 normally for a six
2: pack or a four, four pack. pack four pack
0: coca, okay. which I think at this point in beer, where we're at right now, is not that unusual. But some asshole on there says something to the effect of go spend like five more dollars and just buy a narrow gauge beer and get something good. I'm like,
1: Fuck oh, come Out of here, on. man. Like, this
0: guy found a beer he likes, he's happy about it. Why is the, your first thought just to knock him and this brewery down for no fucking reason?
2: I wonder if it was that guy that uh hates modern so much because he's a side project fanboy oh, and be. the whole light bulb yeah. thing. It might have been. I don't I didn't know either of the guys. It was just
0: I got sucked into a rabbit hole on yeah. on there every once in a while and like, oh, I thought it was cool cuz I like Citropolis I'm like, me too. I think it's a great would beer. Be buy yeah. randomly once in a while to have it home or whatever, but Thirteen bucks for a four-pack, I think, for your average consumer is way too high. I agree. You're not going to sell that to someone who doesn't know that, doesn't know that beer already. Yeah. Yep. I, but I think, I mean, the biggest thing about craft beer is that they're trying
3: something different all the time. Yeah. And like it or not, they're going to have to eventually buck up and pay that price point. If you want to try things from certain breweries or, you know, I mean, you're going to start to see the four-pack thing a lot more, too. And they, they it's kind of trickery with the with that price point, I think would, would
0: you rather play, pay thirteen dollars for a six pack of a beer you didn't like as much or a four pack of beer you really like? right? And I think that's what's going to get people. They're like, "You know what? I'd rather get two extra beers, even though I don't care for this one quite as much as I think that's that sucks, like yeah most people aren't buying craft beer just to get hammered as quick as possible right so you're not worried about the abv usually why not just spend the same you're going to get the your same you know more enjoyment out of drinking the four beers than you would out of these six i don't understand like
1: I think that's we we've, we've talked. About, I think that's two different classes of people. I think you're talking about people that buy beer to get drunk and people who take beer to barbecues. The adopters we've always mm-hmm. talked about. I mean, and I think that's I think they're probably willing to pay that price point because they see it as a premium product. Sure. And that's why those beers are priced the way they are. I'm not saying that's good or bad for the, but I, I think that's why, I think that's why they are where they are.
0: I mean, breweries don't just pull out random prices; like they're priced for a specific reason.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The best part about this is that eventually we won't have to worry about it. Is that because every craft beer or brewery will be on equal footing? We'll all have cold <laughs> shelving space again, cold storage. Yep. As soon as we buy back AB, that's right, ABI, we're going to buy it back, and everything will be fine. We'll all be back on equal footing. It'll be okay. How many uh, billions do we have to raise? Two hundred thirteen billion.
0: Oh. Somebody came up that's and it. said, uh, "That's that's a very low estimate. That's what it's worth right now." Yeah, and based on how other uh, okay, so hang on for the Miller f- got for valued. people that
1: don't know what you're talking about. Justin posted this on his. She post this on the Brewers room or just your personal page?
0: Uh, I had I had only posted it on my personal okay. page. Um, we can share it on the Brewers room. All right. So, wait, so what's the <laughs> the Brewers Association put together this publicity stunt? They even called it that. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just for fun, but they said basically we're going to start the world's largest. Crowd Crowdfunding. crowd funded campaign. campaign to buy yeah. back by Anheuser um, for two hundred thirteen billion dollars is what the uh, going price was. Uh, so
1: I saw this on your page. I could not believe they've already raised one point one million dollars. Uh, no, one point two, as
2: a, one point two, they have. Well, the, see, the best part about it is they're not collecting unless they get the yeah, full value. Full, so but they are giving away a bunch of free shit. Yeah,
0: that's cool. So I went on and I pledged my thousand dollars. They even says, we're never going to reach this goal. There's no worry. and You don't even have to put your credit card number in or anything. <laughs> right. You it's... just put your name and your address in, and then I got a, I got a free T-shirt out of it.
2: <laughs> the T-shirts are gone. Now yeah. you can get a uh, sticker, a koozie, or a hat. So <laughs> I just got a sticker. 1.3
0: million right now, 4,300 independent backers. But, yeah, you can go on there. and get, yeah, They got a bunch of, I don't know what they have left for swag. I'm assuming it's going to all be gone real soon.
3: Well, I got a billion dollars. Give it to them. It's going to take more
0: than that. Yeah. We did 213. Uh, okay. We're halfway there. <laughs> it said everyone on, on earth would have to donate $28 to something. Uh, is that <laughs> what it is? Something really? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty awesome. It's like, go hit up those r- tribes in Africa. And yeah.
1: They got Venmo now, don't they? I'll well, tell you, if <laughs> they get up that high, I'll,
2: I'll go 48. Or 40, how much was it? 23? I'll go 46. Okay. Yeah,
0: we're all going to double up,
2: so that's so we can get rid of the tribes. Yeah, yeah, we will have to count them. <laughs> There's a lot of tribes.
1: Didn't the Yankees already get rid of them?
2: <laughs> yeah, sports. <laughs> Hashtag too soon.
0: <laughs> so this was obviously just done in fun, right? And right? Reddit is just tearing it up. Oh come on, you Reddit. would think like this is on beer, the beer subreddit. It's yeah. Not even craft beer; it's just beer, but it's pretty much just a craft beer subreddit. And people on here are just like saying how stupid it is, and this guy goes into a whole like diatribe on how the SEC wouldn't have won't let it happen if they ever
2: made the money. Oh my god! There's just people with too much time in their hands. This is not that serious. Yeah. Does anybody call him out? Dude, it it it's a joke. No. Nobody no, that, does. No, well, uh, then... people
0: are going along with it, and they're citing articles of like the Miller yeah. buyout and shit. Like, and then the very last post on here is uh, somebody asking if they're really for sale, and that the Brewers Association will have to prove to be a profitable organization that Biv will benefit from being under their ownership. <laughs> like, oh my god, guys, come on.
2: <laughs> 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 but, you know, I mean, really, why won't the SEC allow it because of a monopoly, but they're going to split them away from Sab Miller? <laughs> Come on. I mean, it's just well, think about this. The SEC won't busy, let me be. They're too busy or let me talking be about me. the planes. So, they're, so they're let me be. Too busy controlling this, all the planes, This post right? was pretty funny, though. Um uh, Spaghetti.
0: Is- Step 1, Brewers Association buys AB Bev. Step 2, every tap handle in the US pours an IPA. Step 3, beer market collapses. Step 4, brewers finally now free to brew whatever they want without having to worry about pesky customers.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a little bit of truth to that.
1: <laughs> that you would be happy if you didn't have to deal with customers. No, I think
0: brew like this thing that uh, brewers would just brew whatever they wanted if they didn't have to worry about customers. Yeah, I think that's probably any industry,
2: though, really. How many breweries would give yeah. up on IPAs? No one would brew another IPA. Zero. <laughs> you <laughs> might be right. You say nobody gives up, and no. you say 100% gives up. Everyone just does. There beer. are other answers. <laughs> <laughs> it's barrel-aged and sour only from now on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe uh, maybe the occasional Vienna lager.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we take a break real quick? I got a piece. Yeah. All right, we're back, and I'm ten pounds lighter. I feel a lot better. (laughs) Uh, One last
0: thing about the uh, AB or the BA GoFundMe thing. Yeah, Uh, somebody linked to an article where they got a comment from someone in from Miller. Yeah, and Miller said, "This is you know they they know it's just a joke, and they kind of like it's funny and all, but if the number of calls that I get from craft breweries asking to be bought out is any, you know." What's the word? Indication. Indication. Uh, they probably don't want this at all. He was basically made it sound like they just get calls all day, every day from breweries.
2: Hey, come buy me out. Yeah, really. I never really thought about that. Neither did
1: I, but it actually probably happens. Pretty good sales often. strategy. It, it yeah, doesn't
0: surprise me that there are definitely breweries out there just in it to try and get bought out. Like we've talked about We've that, talked about It's
1: like tech companies. I mean, you just yeah. hope to make a product that's good enough to get scooped up by a, and integrated into a larger system.
0: I think there's a lot of breweries that you wouldn't guess that probably want to do that. But anyway.
1: I also think that a lot of breweries think that's an old, that's the only effective growth strategy after a certain point. I mean, sure. When you get to market saturation, you need a bigger... It's like going on Shark Tank. You know what I mean? I've got this product and I'm selling well, but... You know, the only way to make this a major, nationally known, or even regionally known brand is to get some heavy hitters in here with money, but not even money, like clout and distribution and, and infrastructure. I just think nobody has patience right
3: now. Like these bre- like you take Odell, that it doesn't had, how they've they've done it. They've, done it, oh they've done it the the long hard way instead of trying to get scooped up and get but all. Let their- me ask you,
1: percentage wise, if you were opening a new brewery right now and you wanted regional distribution, what percentage of that is based on luck?
2: Um, R- define regional.
1: St. Louis. So, if you opened a new brewery in St. Louis and you wanted to take it to regional distribution, where you're available in here and over the border in Illinois and maybe Kansas City, like what percentage of that is based on luck?
2: Zero, Zero? Zero. Okay. It's it's all money.
1: Oh, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> and maybe I'm, maybe I'm conflating those two a little bit. I what I'm saying is I don't. I, I think you can make a great product, and I think there are external factors beyond that that. Keep you from reg- regional distribution, I think there's a marketing thing I think there uh, I think there uh, there are I'm just saying it's not enough to make a, make a great product. I, I don't think they always rise to the top
2: for, top for a variety of reasons. I, I agree with that statement 100 percent because awesome. I think we make a pretty great product here. We're not going to have regional distribution right. in the next year. you right. know we haven't had it in the last six. we're not going to have it in the next one. It's, it's all money. I can't afford to open up a, a the brewery that I need sure. to get the regional distribution, sure, uh you know I mean working on it, that's why I said one year, not six years, you right. know, but no it's it's all financial finances I
0: would say the money plays the biggest role, but there's still a little bit of something there where you have to hit a trend at just the right time I think that's you it. Hit a i mean there's a there's you a certain the... you know I but love Jeff Hardesty.
2: I love Ben Kajino. I love those guys. They're very good friends of mine. But there's a little bit of luck on them. Sure. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like I you... think you
0: could say that about any business though. Or you know, look at bands. You could have a band that's fucking awesome. I'll be bands so you guys all know that you really enjoy that are, you know, doing the grind still ten or fifteen or right. twenty years right. after the fact, you know? Sure. I, I I think you, you can't just narrow it down to beer. I think that's any, no, any I, business. No, I completely
1: agree. All I'm saying is I think, there's, I think there's a factor, and I don't know that we 100% can define it, but I think there's a factor that, there are a couple of factors that, that go into... Well, you, I mean, you saw, like, Not Your Father's Root Beer. Everybody wanted yeah. Not Your Father's
3: Root Beer is the <laughs> biggest fucking thing, you know, since IPA, and then all of a sudden, you know, they get swooped up by uh, PBR, and, I mean, that trend went away.
2: But I still don't know if that's what happened or not. They hit it at the right time. Did they get swooped up by PBR or was that PBR all along?
0: Nobody nobody can Uh, find this guy. really? Yeah, Yeah, nobody
2: knows who that is. Oh, it's it's so weird. Small town brewery is. No one knows
0: any information about this guy or his brewery where it existed to begin with. It's really hard to pinpoint. I think your points taken. I I, I think if it was
3: PBR, like it took a a while to get. That out, even in our market, it took it took a pretty good amount of time before they were like, "Hey, we're gonna have the liquid for you." They yeah. did it grassroots
2: style, that's for sure. But
1: uh, well, so then are there? I mean, if that's the case, are there other breweries trying this that we haven't?
2: I think that yeah, it's called Shock Top and Blue Moon. I, well, I, mean, I think you know. that's what those are. But no, okay. I, I don't think right. there's anybody. I don't think they're trying that right now because. I mean, that's the, the the modern thing right now. That's the latest thing is uh, yeah, yeah. exposure.
3: Yeah. We, I mean, we have. I mean, this year was the northeastern style IPA, that cloudy IPA, and there's a lot of breweries that made a lot of money, and you know, the the narrow gauge guys are definitely one of them. They they fucking killed it this year. But I mean, you saw that, you know, like Treehouse and all them, they they hopped on that, and you know, the like Julius. I don't, I don't know exactly. I'm just saying like Julius, if they were doing just one of those styles, yeah. they, they started to do a lot more. I think you, whatever that trend is next year, you know, we're going to see someone just jump up just
0: like them. Sure. You know what a trend that I've seen lately that I think is fucking terrible is beet beer. Uh, I
1: saw a,
3: <laughs> a,
0: I saw a beet beer the other day. and really? I, I fucking oh my hate God, beets. I've, somebody that was pouring one at the festival, I didn't even try it because I've never had a beet beer that I've liked, Um. And I'm like, I've had a lot of beet beers this year, like more than really I've ever had. It, I don't like think I've noticed four it. Four or five. Like, I wouldn't call it a trend. Like, No,
1: but yeah, maybe a that, leading indicator of tr- like people like, trying why stuff. Is, to,
0: yeah, why is this something that people tr- are wanting yeah. to do? <laughs> like, beets are not good, and they're not good in beer. Just stop it.
2: I agree. Well, I don't know, man. I loved Crane's Beat vice last year. Oh. I thought it was awesome. This year, not so much. This year tastes like dirt. Um, but last year, I loved it. Uh, Kyle, you brought up
0: Not Your Father's. When we were in Memphis, I forgot about this. We went across the street after dinner to, they. Have, there's a craft beer bar right across. And we ordered something, I don't know. And then Lynn's like, oh, they have that Mountain Dew. Oh, that's uh, right. Not Your Father's beer. I'm like, oh, fuck, we have to try this, right? And we ordered it, and the guy asked, what, what team did the guy ask us we were fans of? Alabama. He asked me, he was like, oh, you guys
2: must be Alabama fans or something. He goes, <laughs> you want me to open a bottle of this, turn on the Alabama game? <laughs> like, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> That's incredible. It was awesome. I don't know
0: enough about college football that that wasn't really, it it didn't hurt me in any way. But it's, uh, <laughs> right. I think
2: he knew that because we were ordering it on a lark. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We we were like, oh, yes, Mountain Dew. It was Holy shit, we have to try this. And he knew that do it we in knew we because we, we had all ordered our beer already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm drinking a that's sour f- and he's drinking a stout. You know what I mean? That we, we obviously knew what we were doing. Like he said, we didn't order a glass, any glasses with it. We're like, we're going to try it and just, you know, pass and Definitely.
0: pull. Yeah.
2: And that's when he said, You want me to turn on the Alabama game?
0: <laughs> How was it? Uh, it tasted like flat Mountain Dew. Yeah.
3: It what is it called? Dr. Thunders Dale or something
0: like that? Dr. Dew? Dr. No, no, that's Do- like Do Drop brand. I don't remember. Mountain something. I, either way, it's neon fucking green, just yeah. like the soda. Um, and it tasted like you opened a two liter and let it just sit open mm. for a couple of hours before you drank it.
2: Maybe dump three shots of vodka in it. Yeah. Really not
0: great.
1: Somewhere online, there's somebody that's made a college football team's says craft beer things, right? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Is there really? Yeah, was, there is. Yeah. Like Notre Dame's, a golden nail. Yeah.
3: Oh, no, I thought he was. No, that not like that. Like that. No? no? I don't think no, so. Oh, yeah. They, it's like, that's a good idea, though.
1: Million uh, dollar. Did we just come up with a billion dollar ID? Yeah. I, ID no, of, probably not. Idea. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I want a billion dollars. I'm not splitting it with you three.
0: So we talked last week about GABF because it had just happened. Somebody came out. Not with, your father's mountain nail. That's it. Sorry. It's really uh, bothered me. <laughs> had a GABF by the numbers and had a couple of like, interesting stats. It had 2,200 breweries enter the competition. Like It's a third of the breweries in the country who sent yeah, beers yeah. out for this which I didn't realize it was going to be that high. Um, Missouri was the winner of – had the best winning percentage of beers entered Oh, no shit. Really? That's pretty cool. 8.7% of the beers they entered won medals. Wow. That's fucking cool. 8 okay. out of eight quality out of, over quantity, yeah. man. Yeah. 8 out of 92. <laughs> um But if you looked at Golds, California had uh 31% of the beers they entered that won one one gold medals. Wow. That's impressive. They had 57 medals That's also total quality. <laughs> and had uh Eighteen golds out of their fifty-seven. Damn. Woo. Uh, they also entered thirteen hundred and fifty-five total beers. Though there, <laughs> there it is. All right. So they still had a four point two percentage win. Uh, it was for that many entries. It's pretty. Yeah, it's still impressive. real impressive. Um, but yeah, the, most of their a third of their beers won gold medals. They got entered, which is yeah. pretty cool. And cool for Missouri that, you know. Yeah. I don't think we won any golds, though. Mm-mm. They did not. No,
2: no. no. Uh, So we won eight medals? Is that what you just said? Yeah. I didn't think it was even that many. Was- I didn't think We talked about it. Yeah, uh, Schlafly won two. Were just three. I
3: mean, Schlafly won one. Well, maybe Side that was just St. Louis. Peroni won two. Oh, it was, no, it was it just St. Louis. St. Louis St.
1: Louis, Louis, Louis breweries won yeah. yeah.
3: three Because
0: Kansas City, there was a brewery two, KC, two silvers and a bronze. That one. No, Charleville
3: won a bronze. That's mm-hmm. five. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Uh, Kevin from Charlottesville gave us a couple bottles of their barley wine, uh, 16 and 17, which I was excited about because I haven't had it yet this year. Oh, that's still in the back of the truck. Don't we leave those okay. there? <laughs> and uh, that's one of the beers that, that won, they won medal for this nice. year. Nice. The barrel aged. Oh, the barrel aged <gasps> yeah. We um, didn't get barrel age, did we? No. Damn, it would have been a lot cooler yeah. if we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin said that... Uh, Tate wore that fucking medal around all weekend, though. Wouldn't you? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, I
3: see you guys like taking turns wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's he My he fucking said he, turn.
0: Kevin said he asked uh, Tate asked him if he wanted to wear it. And he's like, no, man, you can you can keep it on. Uh, but he did tell him that you owe me. He had a, he's like, you take me out tonight. I get to drink whatever I want on on Charleville. Yeah. He's the one that made the beer. Sure. And uh, I also get to brew one batch of any beer that I want to brew. So it's like, okay, done. done. Yeah, it's all right. Pretty good trade-off. Absolutely. <laughs> but you said they only had, um, to enter that beer, they ended up going and buying all of the barrel-aged bottles back um, cool. from cool. wherever they, it was, a I forget really? which store it was. Yeah. Um, and They only have like 50 bottles of it, and that's all that's available. No, but huh. yeah. So they're gonna—they just give. Uh,
2: it's probably uh,
0: wine and cheese. Say it was them or Randalls or something. Yeah, I know Charlotteville's done some stuff with both, so I wasn't sure, but uh I said, "Yeah, you won't—you won't be able to go buy it anymore," which sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, you got to make friends with somebody down there to get you to get a bottle
2: open. Yeah, that—that uh, that really sucks for Charlotteville too, though. Because you know normally a local brewery wins gold or medals at all, yeah, and everybody goes rushing out to get that, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: they only had two barrels of that, like actual physical barrels. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
2: wow. Yeah, it sounds like something Paul would do. at wine and cheese. Yeah. So good boy. Did you bring a uh, beer? Blind yeah. beer. Uh, before oh, I chug this, week. did you guys like this uh, Oak Wizard? I'm trying. I, f- I fucking loved this beer last I'd, year. I did too. It was called Snow Wizard last year. This year it's Oak Wizard. You're not That's a, a fan of change. Official? No, I like it. Oh, okay. I like, yeah. no, it's a just barrel brown. Yeah. Yeah, it's you everything like it, no. that I like. Kyle doesn't look okay. sold.
0: I think it's really good. I don't get... I think it's, it's just okay, oak. too,
1: but once again, it's not my favorite style.
0: Sure. They changed the name to Oak from Snow, so it wasn't such a seasonal thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Which I think is a good choice, because we had this for... They were selling it for a long time, and we had it up until, like... March or April or something, you know, like looking at a bottle yep. like that, it was, you would, you would think it was out of date and it wasn't, we just kept getting more cases of it. Um, I feel like I had
3: to talk about with, with, I mean, in big breweries too, that they're going to have to start getting rid of summer ale and even October fest, you know, like goose Island went to just fest beer because people are get, assuming it's old, even though, you know, like right now, Fest
2: beer is still selling, but right now, if I look I, at an October Fest in October, I assume it's old. Right. Yeah. You know, it's released in July.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah, Right after the first pumpkin wave. All right. It's, it's...
2: <laughs> you want to pour the beer? Oh, here we go. I did not care for that. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't think I
0: that I like the beer. We sell it like crazy too. I recommended that. We don't have, we don't carry a lot of browns and bottles usually. Uh, but we had this in, and it was something I always recommended to people, like, without hesitation. Yeah. I want something kind of on the multi side, and I don't want to spend $20 on something barrel-age. This beer's fucking delicious. It's, what, seven? And it's like six
2: bucks. Yeah. For a bottle.
3: When brown nails get old, man, they really taste like shit.
0: I'd say that about just about any beer. Yeah, but still, I mean. What?
3: No, I...
1: So Saugatuck, I like Is my there
3: guy getting raped on that uh, <laughs> <geez>. uh, <laughs> That was last week. He oh Mark doesn't remember that. Harvey wine yeah.
2: not on the bottle. You don't remember that conversation I either? I don't at all. About the uh the Bigfoot barley wine label? Oh yeah, no, that I do was remember. dragging that the it, horse. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh I actually have so this is the, the, the one we just had was from Saugatuck Brewing. I actually have Family from Saugatuck. We actually used to go up there for a family reunion every year, and I crashed a tractor one time. <laughs>
2: is that I, a euphemism? No, it's not.
1: I was eleven year old, eleven years old, and they let me drive a tractor for some reason. <laughs> were you like
2: of, pulling a footloose? Were you were you <laughs> like playing chicken? Your shoelace <laughs> got caught. Or? <laughs> First,
1: I can't believe two things. First of all, that you know the word that that, that you were the one to make the footloose reference. Or that you've seen it at all. Like that's I, I don't yeah, know. yeah yeah. Uh, no, we had a uh, we had a hitch on the back, like it was, it, like it was a you know like a trailer on it, and a bunch of kids were on it. and They were letting me drive a tractor, and I just crashed it into a fence. Like a uh, hayride? Yeah, more or less. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I know about Saugatuck. All right, out of the Goodbye cellar, i guessing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, blind beer of the week.
3: What the it's, fuck is this?
2: <laughs> uh, off first impressions off the nose. Uh, not a fan. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. And uh, somewhere around the 94, 95% ABV. <laughs> <laughs> and also years old. Yes. <laughs> Came out in
1: 94, 94%. AB. Yeah. I, this is not Good Boy's Blind Beer of the Week. It's Good Boy. Hey, what shitty beer can I get rid of out of my cellar?
0: I don't think that's true. I bet this was supposed What's the to be best really blind good beer when it was new? of Good Boys you've had.
2: Uh, he brought us High That was oh, delicious. Okay. All
0: right, I forgot about that. Last week was good.
2: I was say, I didn't hate the uh, the Stop. Bigfoot last week. Stop talking about last week.
0: <laughs> What's uh There's a f-
2: fruit... Oh, well, he said he liked this beer when it was fresh. Okay.
0: I said I bet this was a beer that was good, or we all thought was probably good when it was fresh. We all
1: remember your 21st birthday.
0: There's
2: definitely some kind of fruit. It, you know what? It's, it smells but like a real shitty version of like backyard rye or uh, bramble is anybody yeah. no, that's it. Kind of I'm getting nice like rye? That's that it's weird berry it's that, flavor. Yeah.
1: Uh, like boysenberry?
2: Maybe. That's just off the nose. I haven't tasted it yet. I haven't even tasted it either. Oh wow, burnt. And stale. <clears throat> I can't pick the fucking style. This beer is oxidized as hell. And I don't think it's oxidized in a good way. You know what those might be? What? Is this fucking Imperial
0: Raspberry Three Blind Mice? Maybe <laughs> that's a really good did guess. Did you just actually. call your shot? I think I did. I'm going with that. I'm going with Mother's Imperial Raspberry Three oh. Blind Mice. <laughs> good boy is vehemently
1: shaking
2: his head. No, uh, I I do uh, I do. I personally think it's too malty. That beer's like eleven percent. No, I'm, look at the color. You can't see through this. That's what I'm trying it's to determine almost color black. wise. See, uh, it, it it's not. Dumb. It's, it's brown, brown, but that's why I thought three by mice. Yeah, uh, uh, I think it's uh, or Widmer it's fucking Burr. That
0: that's where we're at. Yeah. Oh wow, I, I forgot about that beer until just now.
2: And I wish I'm gonna i going to say like a Baltic porter that's got fruit in it. Well, that, that Widmer Burr is not a par- <laughs> not a bad guess. God, oh. it smells so bad. Imperial I don't actually, Porter, it can't be a
0: stout. I'm sticking with the imperial yeah. brown with some kind of berry <sighs> fruit. I'm gonna.
1: What's your guess on ABV? Uh, I'm gonna
0: gotta go like 10 and a half.
1: Yeah, I, this is really high.
0: It's like three. Good boy,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good boy, it's just chuckling over our shoulder.
2: It's, man, it's medicinal, it's menthol, it's raspberry. Oxidized, it's oxidized everything raspberry. that could be wrong is this, with the beer. Is that is. your? Is
0: that the bottle in your hand? It's a small format, so it's definitely not the mother's beer. Then I'm pretty sure that only. Was oh, that out. only on twenty two I thought yeah, this yeah, tastes like
1: small one. It's oh, just it? like boysenberry syrup from IHOP. I,
2: yeah, it does. It tastes like a boysenberry beer to me. Really I agree, a hundred percent. It's a weird fruit. Like I said, that bramble.
1: But that oxidation really, like, it it was. It's like it's like raspberries that got too much air in them.
2: (laughs) I do think this is super high ABV. I mean, it still burns my nostrils. Yeah, but we said that, and then
1: he started laughing hysterically, which means it's probably it's a two point. He's having a good time with this one. (laughs) Okay, but why are you masturbating right now? All right, (laughs) all right. What
3: do you got? I'm gonna say Fruited Baltic Porter, and it is eight point five percent.
2: What do you got? Uh, I am. Uh, I don't even have a guess on this. Uh, it's ah. a f- yeah. All right, whatever. It's, I,
1: it's an IHOP uh, boysenberry. Oh my Rose. god! No <laughs> fucking Pepe way. <laughs> Pepe
2: Nero. No. No. What year? Two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. Pepe Nero. There is no Jesus. fruit in this. There is no. This is a black pepper 6. Belgian Point Dark Ale. I get no Belgian.
0: No, and no black pepper whatsoever. Mm. Other than that. Get it spot on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Six and a half percent here. Jesus. 6.4. Yep. Yeah. That is. Uh, that was a collectively so, the worst
0: guess that we've ever had on a beer. Well, like, it's, not. I mean. If, if any
2: of it. you guys have a bottle of Pepe Nero, it says on the label ages up to five years. Don't oh. do that. Liars, yeah. Don't. Do that because this is terrible. Okay, but
1: more to the point, did anybody see him open this beer? He could have opened it in his car and poured, or like opened it at home and funneled boysenberry.
0: Did you Whitmer. funnel boysenberry? You syrup fun- into this Bo-
1: boysenberry? Boysenberry oh, yeah. Whitmer?
2: What is it's Leinenkugel cool Beach Shandy, that I fucking knew it. Uh, Why is there that fruit? I'm there, it's I'm really wow thrown off by
0: this one, man. Yeah, not one of us got a single part of this beer right. Yeah. Nah. What's the base style? Did you know a good Is way? Is it a duple? Did you have dark, any idea it tasted like this? No.
1: You, oh, really? No. I wondered if you picked this because you knew it
2: aged funky or something. Like I that love that this you, beer fresh. Yeah, I did too. A And they haven't
0: made it since
2: 14, 15. And right oh, around there, yeah. I don't think I've had it. Cracked black pepper. Yeah. Peppercorns, says. Uh, does, it, it, does it I have love a pepper beers, yeah. yeah. I
3: it just says,
0: I, yeah, I love pepper beer. Like, And it's not spicy. Yeah. It's just got a really nice tingly black pepper. Yeah,
2: to it it just says belgian style ale <laughs> man what a letdown i'd have been real excited if i would not known this was pepe nero because i like this beer yeah. a lot they, they did the whole line it was sophie matilda pepe nero fleur and Perjac. Jacques. Perjac, Jacques. and yeah. pepe nero is always my favorite of that yeah. that lineup i'm they trying only to do find one that's really good
0: too they only do um sophie two. matilda now I wish they'd bring back the variants on that that they got a couple of years ago. Oh, that the great! Sophie fruit. Periduce, yeah, yeah, Paradisi, Paradisi. The Sophie Paradisi was awesome. The uh, Matilda Lambicus was okay. I Sophie Paradisi was so good.
2: Though. I liked Matilda Lambicus better than regular Matilda. Yeah, I, I don't I'll give you that. I don't care for Matilda. Really? Yeah, it was standard Belgian pale. It doesn't yeah. do much for me. Uh, but the Lambicus I liked a lot. And yeah, but the Sophie Paradisi, whew, that beer was awesome. This beer is not. This is. I don't. Uh, hate it. I actually
1: don't hate the beer. Oh, I. I, I don't. just don't think it tastes like anything that was advertised.
2: I, I actually. I, I. I. There's not a redeeming quality to this, in my opinion.
0: It tastes a little old. Is th- I, just a touch old for me. But I. I like the flavor. I think it's just so.
2: So I like weird. it even less knowing what it is. The fact that there is no <laughs> yeah. fruit in here, yeah, and yet it tastes so much like fruit bothers me. Just the Belgian yeast, Just, like yeah. going crazy and uh-huh. doing
0: some weird shit in there. Like,
1: here's the thing: uh, like, I, I don't. I've never had the. I. I think some this tastes like a really good beer that aged wrong. Yeah. But oh, well, not, that's what it is. But not that beer. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I want to try fair.
1: I want to try whatever this is fresh. Yeah. Cuz I think it's probably got some really pungent fruits. This beer makes fruits me and,
0: excited nope. and also scared for good
2: boys vertical
0: that he has of Matilda and Sophie now.
2: Yeah. Mm. You know this is uh, this tastes like second runnings of BCS Bramble Rye. <sighs> It's. It tastes like a six and a half percent bramble rye. Bramble rye was so good. It's the best
0: (sighs) Bourbon County release, I think. You think so? Yeah. Maybe vanilla. Vanilla's up there. This is
2: the longest we've talked about a a blind beer of the week. Yeah. Because it's so shocking. Yeah. I
0: I don't. Like we've all guessed things on other stuff that were wrong, but generally things are kind of close. And and when we group
1: think it, we we come close to a style and an ABA. B- like, we haven't been this... Even if we disagree, it's not by much. You, this said, was-
2: Widmer, you said Widmer Burr, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I think you might have nailed it. But <laughs> it just, it didn't have the body yeah, or the it, color.
0: They, that's what... Th- that, it didn't have the barrel uh, character in yeah. there, or, yeah, the oh, body for sure. That, that beer, beer fucking sucked. Uh, all of those beers are fucking terrible. <laughs> Real bad. Widmer's just not a good brewery. <laughs> They're not. No. Have you had Burr? <laughs>
2: I mean, I've had yeah. a cold.
3: Yeah. <laughs> had a cold yeah. Actually, I used to, when I first started drinking craft beer, I liked Woodward's Hefeweizen.
0: Yeah. That, uh, we used to carry that here, actually. We did? Yeah. Uh, a long <laughs> time ago. I don't remember that. I thought their Hefewe was very similar to Schlafly's. It, it's decent. Yeah. I liked it. So a wheat beer. What? Yes. So a wheat beer. Yeah. 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 I liked it. It was very banana y, which is how I like my Hefe's.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: you guys have anything? Coming up, you guys want to promote? Any beers you got on? You're, Some you're
2: hot talking? pun will be on this week, I'm sure. Nice. Uh one more festival of the year, then we're done. Yes. What's the last checking one? out? Halloween. The, oh down at uh Lafayette Park. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It's a good one to go oh. to. Come what, out. What
1: what couples costume are you wearing?
0: Uh Jeff and I are going as Bert and Ernie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Negan and really? Daryl. I'm gonna be <laughs>
0: Ernie. <laughs> I'm also going to be Ernie. <laughs> There's one rubber ducky between the two. They're both going to shade their pubes that look like Bert.
2: That's a great idea. There you go. Oh, the cock is yellow, kind of shaped like Bert's head. Yeah, sure. yeah
1: <laughs> sure. If your cock is yellow, you need to see a doctor yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you you have Tell junk. that to you, Taka. <laughs> I was going to go there, and I'm like, no, we already (laughs) had the N-word earlier.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Jeff's dropped two N-words in alienated Asians. Is anybody still listening to this podcast? Please write to Jeff Britton at Exit6.com and tell us why. That's not his
2: email. I I can remove that one. That's fine. I can remove that (laughs) one. But I did not drop any N-bombs. I simply Soft. told the right. story.
1: <laughs> Kai, you got anything coming up in your bar? You know what I'm talking
2: about? Uh, I got migration week coming up in
3: the 26th. I like got 2015. Oh, Griswold leaving finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you know my cry yeah. rep
2: hadn't come in here in two months because <laughs> <laughs> they all they all got fucking laid off. <laughs> oh shit! Did Matt?
3: No, he got he got his roles changed now.
2: Oh really? Yeah. So I just simply don't have a rep anymore. Right. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I may not get Bourbon County this year. Well, no, you're, that's not going to happen. You'll get Bourbon <laughs> County. I don't know. <laughs> uh. Anyway, Kyle,
1: you got yeah. stuff. What's <laughs> it. Migration When's migration we, migration we start? About? Uh, yeah.
3: we, what? When does it start? What's about? October 26th. It's a Friday. Uh, the Coopers projects they have. I have one and two. And then Lil Moxie. And uh, their new, uh, oh, well, they have a double IPA called Juicy Double that not very many people got. I think I fucking know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. 2015 Bourbon County. That's the highlight. Oh, nice. there's something decent
0: there. Yeah, yeah.
2: You, you didn't like
0: those Coopers projects? Um, no.
2: The second one, the Blonde Apple, I thought was oh, atrocious. I, I like the Blonde Apple.
0: I actually didn't. I don't. I didn't dislike either. One. I thought they were both fine. I thought for a barrel-aged Scotch ale, the first beer was super fucking mediocre. Like, yeah, it tastes like a watered-down barrel-aged Scotch ale. It's because they yeah. only put
2: it in the barrel for like three months. Right. Yeah, and, and yeah, you know, that's all the time dragons milk spends in a barrel.
0: No fucking way. Yep. It was also only huh. like six percent or something too. Like that's way low for Scotch ale. Yeah. Like guidelines, and it was like you mixed a pilsner and like two drops of ant- red. Uh, Coloring. Food coloring. Food coloring. Yeah, <laughs> like, It was the clearest fucking lightest Scotch Ale I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, other than that, like I thought the beer tasted fine. I just don't think it was as advertised. Yeah. And the Blonde Doppelbock I actually thought was decent, although I've never heard of a
2: Blonde Doppelbock before. I had never heard of a Blonde Doppelbock either. I Have did not care for the beer.
0: barley wine? That's, that's a, like a
3: wheat wine, right? I don't know. Heldorado from Firestone is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. is a barley wine?
3: Yeah, blonde barley wine.
0: I didn't know that. I thought
3: that was a wheat wine I also. did too.
0: Mm. Either way. It's pretty close, right? Uh, kegs are p- keg or package on the PCS. Kegs. Uh, I have
3: an idea for a beer for you. And I don't, it, Please, we love it when people when people tell us what to make. <laughs> and it, it, it was just, I, I was thinking about this. As, Finally get rid of those pesky customers. <laughs> Mark Mark uh, didn't remember half the podcast last week. Uh, what if you took barrel staves and soaked them in rumple mints and put them in your uh, barista? Fuck, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Can you Rumple-min- do that for us? <laughs> Rumpel minted oak
0: girl stout cookie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What did I say, barista? Yeah, girl style cookie. Yeah. Oh, barista. Well, we yeah. did mint barista right, also. Yeah.
2: Blonde barley one, Sure enough, that uh, it's the worst idea <laughs> I've ever heard, yeah. and and I can't wait to do <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Yes. I think you'd
1: be better off actually using rumplemints as like a rattler syrup, just just a little add on. Uh, uh, to like, We can in there. very
2: <laughs> easily do a <laughs> cask yeah. of yeah. rumplemints aged oak aged. <laughs> uh, yeah, this
1: is the, look. This is the next craft beer trend. You need to clutch onto this. This is your rocket to fame, right? Well, we here. talked
0: about doing. Uh, what were we doing? A rum soaked, oh, rum soaked coconut for the uh, Warren wedding beer this yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, which sounded really good. We came up with some really great beer names while we were downtown in Memphis. <laughs> Forgot and, them uh, all. Don't remember any. Forgot of them one. all. One of them definitely had the word taco in it, though. We remembered that. We know that there was the word uh, taco, and it was going to be a spiced Mexican lager. Yep. Um, taco joint taco party taco it was something, something like, like taco that. party
1: taco putting on the ritz
0: but it wasn't <laughs> it <laughs> it was two words first word taco second <laughs> word who knows yeah. Tacked it out no taco taco, taco. <laughs> we even said this is great we could <laughs> yeah. do this aside from <laughs> like, us not being able to lager beer anyway it was just a great name for a beer and there was another one too and no one was taking notes unfortunately on friday you guys are normally that really good at that. yeah. yeah that's lynn's job lynn was lynn drunk one real job. drunk also on friday
2: so, anywho. <laughs> mints <Rumpelmint's> oak-aged <Yeah. laughs> girl
1: style cookie. We're getting our dream mark. It's, it's, all, happening. No, no, it's right? all happening. The part oh, is that we won't we'll have ones. too much
0: Rumpelmint's before we come here. We won't even be able to make it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know. We're going to figure out a way to make that work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a good chance of that. that <laughs> fuck yeah. It sounds awful and delicious uh-huh. all at the same time. Yeah,
0: we're only serving it in shot glasses it's <laughs> 13 cents shot so, glasses it's a buck ounce
2: <laughs> uh, we'll wrap it up yeah. yeah it's probably about that time
1: alright everybody well thank you for listening once again to the Brews Room check us out on social media if you can we will see you next week
0: DJ spend that shit thanks for listening to the Brews Room brought to you by St. Bruis Radio we hope you enjoyed this week's show but who are we kidding of course you did This show is awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us live, you can come up to Exit 6 at 5055 Highway Inn in Cottleville, Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial in St. Peter's, or check out one of Mark's trivia shows. The schedule can be found at QuestionablePursuits.com. Follow us on Twitter at, at the Bruise Room and on Facebook at facebook.com slash the You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any of your other favorite podcast apps, or stream us at com slash the Until next week, keep drinking those beers.